Blog Talk Radio. difficulties on my side. My apology, everybody. Welcome oh. into Loretta McNary Live Presents. Um, so what's the day? Thursday. I've been doing so many shows, everybody, and I'm so happy for all the listeners and the great feedback, and we have an exciting show today, one that is certain to inspire and motivate everyone to follow their dreams and to never give up. Everybody, welcome to Loretta McNary Live. It's Tammy Williams. Hi there, Tammy. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show today. 
Oh, we're so excited. I've um, kind of been promoing the show all week, and I'm telling you the feedback that I'm getting is amazing. Everybody is so proud of you, and they're saying congratulations. And for those (laughs) who um, are not on my social media or my email list, I want to tell you just a little about her before we start a conversation. Tammy Williams is the first black woman to open a studio and post-production facility in the state of Georgia, which means she has made history, everybody. (laughs) And the name of her studio is Open Rivers Pictures, and it is a 16,000-square-feet complex with production and post-production operations that Tammy hopes to attract filmmakers and made-for-TV productions, and I have no doubt that that will happen. Williams is a former writer-producer for television networks, including WRCB TV, TV, NBC Chattanooga, Tennessee, and WDSU-TV, and that's the NBC um, station in New Orleans. Her latest project involves a series with award-winning gospel artist Marvin Sapp. Since his wife's passing, um, Sapp has been raising his three children alone. Open Rivers is capturing the Sapp family's transition and a new show entitled Marvin Sapp, Single Dad. But before we even get to that, I just want to say personally and publicly how proud I am for you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support from um, everyone that um, that has said thank you, said thank you and congratulations. I really, really appreciate it. It means a lot um, when you're doing something kind of new and, and different. Um, the support is, is needed. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I can only imagine as we <laughs> continue our conversation, I will probably ask, ask you, did you ever feel like giving up? Because people always ask me that. I'm like, of all the things you could ask me, but that is so key and relative because people feel like once you get a certain level that mm-hmm. all the, you know, dominoes line up, everything lines up the stars, and so there's no more worries, there's no more cares. But, of course, that's not the case. <laughs> it's not for me anyway. <laughs> so I've often thought about giving up. Mhm. Have I ever thought about giving up? Um, I'm sure, you know, uh somewhere in the back of my mind maybe, but I tell you sometimes I get I just get tunnel vision and I figure, you know, someone has to do it, why not me? And when we came up with the studio idea, I mean, it wasn't that I went out to try to be the first at it. Let me, you know, do something historical. It came about through just a need, you know, there was a need to, to do more. And in that whole process, I had to grow in order to do the more. So that's how it happened, you know. And so with that, you know, I put in my mind that, you know what, we got to go forth no matter what. You know, yes, times do get hard. There are some challenging mm-hmm. times. But, you know, we're here to make it happen. You know, I'm not giving up on my dream, and and I'm just not going to do it. And then I'm not going to sit and wait for someone to finance my dream for me. You know, we're going to move on and do the best we can with what we have, one step at a time, one day at a time. Oh, my goodness. You sound like you've been reading my mind because that's how I feel. Now, I'll have those moments where I'll just, you know, like you said, tunnel vision, or I'm depending on Loretta instead of my Lord and Savior, and I just say, well, I can't do it, but we know that he can. And so the fact that you said you're not going to give up and see quitting is is not an option for me. It is mm-hmm. not an option now. Have I felt like quitting? Yeah, but I would never quit on my dream. Yeah. That would be yeah. like quitting on like my children, my mom, my yeah. life. So I would you never gotta, do it. So tell us, yeah. what were you doing prior to the studio, though? How did you go from what you were doing to owning um, mm-hmm. a 16,000-square-foot studio? Production well, um, 
I've always worked in television. Thank God for that. I came straight out of college into TV, you know. So, um, but to kind of jump ahead some years, um, I was creating con- just creating content, a freelance producer, you know. I've worked with uh, different organizations, um, a part of their live productions, uh, like the Stellar Awards, um, worked with them for, like, years. I still do work with them. Uh, I did some work with the Trumpet Awards. But um, what really kind of sparked it um, for that is I created a kids show that's currently on uh, Daystar and a couple other faith-based networks. And um, at the time, it was our very own investment. And I said, you know, the money that I would spend on, you know, uh, uh, a lot of other money I wanted to kind of put into um, uh, equipment. So what we did, we started in our garage. We just kind of used what we had at hand, and it was our our garage. That's how it all started. Uh, I looked around. I was like, you know what, I don't need a lot of space. So let's pull these cars out. Let's repaint the garage. My husband and a friend uh, went to Home Depot and got those uh, pipes, you know, and hung them from the ceiling. <laughs> we, you know, we got studio, we purchased studio lights, some very nice studio lights, and we hung them from the ceiling. And that's where we shot our very first kids show. And uh, it did not look like we shot it in a garage because, you know, that's just the space that we needed. You know, we just made it work, and we learned that you have to, yeah, use what's in your hand, use the resources that are around you and um and sometimes we don't always know what we have available until we take that second look you know um it's kind of like you know it's kind of like that bible story with moses and the staff you know god Mm -hmm. said you know take the staff and go to pharaoh and moses like no this is just a you know stick you know it can't do anything god's (laughs) like take a look at it again and he changed it you know he turned the stick you know and so sometimes i i apply that to my life and you know sometimes you gotta look around and see those resources it may look ordinary at first but just take another look and you'll see the extraordinary inside that ordinary so when we saw our garage it was a typical garage, you know. All of a sudden, it was transformed into a studio. It's like, wow, we're shooting now. Sometimes it does get a little hot in there. <laughs> you know, we have to bring in but the that happens in real unit. studios. You know, I yeah, they were really hot. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we rolled the big AC unit in, but we had to unplug it when we were recording the audio part. But, we, you know, we got through it. We got through it. But it was starting there and going like, you know, we want to do more. We want to do sitcoms. We want to be a part of, you know, we're going to be in this business. We're going to be in it all the way. We're going to, you know, invest in We're going to own our own equipment. We're going to get our edit suites. And then we're going to, you know, we're going to be in it with both feet, you know. So, and I believe in so awesome. Yeah, both feet. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's how oh I'm my goodness, that story just gives me goosebumps, <laughs> and I feel like, wow, I, we have to sit down one day and just share those startup uh, moments because they will crack you up because just the things that I've done, too. And, you know, Dan and Paul Krause started in their living room. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, Paul and White started their church in, like, their living room. We have a really fantastic pastor here, Pastor Floyd. He mm-hmm. and his family started their church in their living room. And yeah. Joyce Myers started, you know, everybody that you hear of now that we consider to be exceptionally great, they all took, like what you said, what do I have that I have that I can turn it into something that I need? And so mm-hmm. I just want to mm-hmm. encourage people, that's how it starts. That's how I did it. That's how yeah. everybody who got started and didn't give up, you know, you've heard Tyler Perry's story a million times, how he wanted yeah. to give up and he yeah. tried one more time sleeping in the car. And it's, yeah. I think that's part of the process of your greatness mm-hmm. is the struggle. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and and start and starting where you are, you know, just starting where you are. You know, I worked full time um, with like Dr. Creflo Dollar's ministry. I worked full time with Bishop Moore, and there's a couple of people I work full time for. But the goal is you use like you know, no one's saying go go quit your job, you know, anything like that. But start like if it's on your lunch break where you can make some phone calls, you know, you know, for that mm-hmm. thing that you really really want to do, make those calls and and and, and just start to build your business. So you can work yourself out of, say, the job that you don't really care for into something that you really, really want to do. Because I'm a a believer, like I said, number one, use what you have. And um, you want to be happy. I mean, to spend eight to ten hours of your job doing something that you really don't care to do can be a very miserable thing. And I learned that from an early age by watching my mom work at a time when she really didn't want to, you know, do factory work, but she did it. But I saw her grow from working in a factory to becoming an entrepreneur. Um, so mm-hmm. you want to spend your hours doing something that you enjoy because time is all that we have, you know. And at the end of the day, you know, time is going to wrap up for all of us, whether we want to be raptured <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> There's going to come a time. <laughs> your time, you know. Exactly. And time is one thing that regardless of who you are, what you have, you only get 24 hours. Yeah. Bill Gates doesn't get more hours than we do. <laughs> Tyler Perry doesn't get more hours. Yeah. Um, people who own massive companies, they only get 24 hours too. So it's what you do within that time. Now, are you yeah. tired after working an eight-hour job? Sure you are. But you yeah. should be so passionate and so driven by your purpose and your dream that that's nothing to stay up to 3 o'clock in the morning working on making yeah. something happen as an entrepreneur. Because I did yeah. it too. I worked two years full-time and hosted mm-hmm. this show and a Comcast show. So I know about hard work and struggle and, you know, challenges. And even now I know about them, but I I look back when I get a little, you know, discouraged or overwhelmed, I look back and see how far I've come, and that just pushes me further. So I'm just glad that you shared that with us because I have a lot of, a ton of people who are listening, and they're in that place where they seem like they're stuck. They're in a place where they know Mm -hmm. they have to pay their energy bill and their car notes and their mortgages, but their Mm -hmm. soul is crying out, do this, do this, do this. And so you telling them that it can be done and you showing them if you don't give up how far you can get. And your story is really just beginning, I think, Tammy. I think that you're second part of your life, having this uh, production facility, it's going to be so amazing and such a wow, Mm -hmm. not only for you, but for everybody when they find out about it. So I'm super excited, super, super excited. So can you share with us, you know, how did it feel when you got the keys? That's what I want to know, because I I, I can relate to that. I was like, and I didn't want anybody to go with me. I signed my lease and I did my thing. I didn't want anybody to go, because I know it was going to get ugly and personal. So (laughs) how did you feel at that moment? I mean, 16,000 square feet, that's huge. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, uh, I I was excited, uh, to say the least. Um, It was kind of surreal. Initially, I was excited on the inside. (laughs) You know, mm-hmm. the inside, mm-hmm. and it was just, um, uh, and I had to just kind of walk around and, and look around, and, and you know, it's kind of like you're floating on air for a minute because you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm really here. And for and for the first, you know, couple of months, it's just like, wow, I'm I'm walking into a building. This belongs to us. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that kind of thing that you kind of do that, you know, for a while. Yeah. Um, so it's just. You know, um, and we've only we've been here really since September, 
we started building okay. out uh, like in July, and uh, this this floor we are it used to be like a, a church, and we actually knocked down walls, we actually built it. So we spent a lot of long nights, you know, and days just really building out the facility, just really building it to mm-hmm. the specs in which we want it. So that was a that was a lot of hard work, but you know it's worth it, you know. Um, it was worth it. So I was kind of excited on the inside. And I want to say something else to those, you know, you mentioned earlier about some people like on their jobs and they're feeling real stuck, you know, and how do we move forward. And I want to share this as far as an encouraging word that, um, you know, sometimes on our jobs we are required, we may be asked to work overtime you know, work a a nine-hour day, a 10-hour day, to switch shifts, to work from, you know, the first shift to the second shift or go to the third shift. Uh So I always figure that if we can do that for other people, why not do it for ourselves? Absolutely. Work overtime for us. It's such an investment in our future and in our families. Mm -hmm. It will become part of our legacy that, Mm -hmm. that we leave behind. So it's not just... I don't do this just for Loretta, just to mm-hmm. say I, I've done it and I've met these people. I'm thinking about my sons. I'm thinking about my grandchildren and their grandchildren, their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So I want to leave yeah. this legacy of wealth and, of course, knowing that if you don't quit, your dreams will come true. That's the kind mm-hmm. of legacy. So that drives me. Yeah. That drives yeah. me more than how much money my check is going to be the next time I do something for something. So. I just want, mm-hmm. and that's what I do every day that I come on this show. I'm trying to share stories. I'm not trying. I'm sharing stories, <laughs> the good and the bad and the indifferent, so that people can understand it doesn't have to line up for you to start because most of the time mm-hmm. it doesn't line up until you start based exactly. on all the stories I've heard. Uh, exactly, exactly. Um, when uh, I mentioned to you earlier that we had purchased some lights for our garage, you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and there's an interesting story behind that because when um, I decided to step out and um, go ahead and produce this kid's show and do it in our garage, then things started happening. All of a sudden I found a company that was going out of business and they were selling their lights for dirt cheap, like dirt, dirt mm. cheap studio lights. So little things like that started opening up, but it didn't open up until I said, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm going to move forward, you know. So like we get things in pieces, we get things in parts, but as we start to move, other things start to open up. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and and I tell people that all it starts with your yes. And not mm-hmm. just a verbal yes. That means I've made a step. I'm taking a step. I'm trying to do something. And there's some kind of um, proverb or uh, some old adage that says, once you commit fully, then providence opens up everything and, and the things mm-hmm. that you need start yeah. coming to you. And it's like a magnet. That first step that you said, when you're serious and you commit, and not just in talk, but in your walk, and then you become a magnet to the people and the things and the resources that you need, not to come mm-hmm. all at once but to start yeah. coming to you as you need them and as you believe for them. So I'm I'm loving your story, but I want to get into, like, the technical side and, you okay. know, what your plans are, where do you see yourself and what's going on now and all that good <laughs> stuff. And, of course, we'll tell people how to go to your um, your website. You have a beautiful website, Open River Thank Pictures. You. That's plural.com yes. is Tammy's website. And I know we have some calls, and my son is remotely working in the studio. 
for me. So um, if he wants to press one of those callers and let them come in, you guys will just have to, I won't be able to call out an area code. You guys just start talking once you hear the feedback in your phone. But we, we are going to take some calls because I know a okay, lot of people want to talk to Miss Tammy. And so I won't just kind of, you know, dominate the conversation. I'll let callers come in. So caller, as soon as you uh, realize you're on, just start talking because I can't see the board. But in the meantime, Tammy, I want to talk about, like, when we first come into the studio, and how does one book your studio? And when they book it, what do they get? If they want to do, like, a some kind of show. Okay. Uh, definitely they can go to uh, openriverspictures.com, which is our website, and there's a section, uh, a tab that says Studio. And in that studio, um, under that tab, gives you all the information about um, the facility, uh, and um, and then they can call. Definitely, they can call here. Um, our office number, which is seven seven zero seven one six open O P E N, which is translated as six seven three six. And that number is also on the website as well. So um, we have, uh, gosh, we have. Uh, Everything you you would need to create a project from beginning to end. We have post-production, the editing part of it. We have cameras um, that we use that are right here in the studio. Um, We have, you know, some people like to use a huge white psych wall. That's a huge green Uh screen wall. Then, of course, um, uh, we have sets that are actually built right now that we're shooting some projects on that can be used. Or we tear we tear all that down to make it more specific for, you know, what the client is shooting, what they want to shoot, you know, whether it's a mm-hmm. film project and they want to, you know, build a two story apartment in here, you know, we our ceilings and things are, are that high where you can actually build up and build out. So, um all this here and then we have our own set building department as well. We build all of our sets in house. So we have set construction here. Yeah, yeah, which makes it even more exciting, you know, because it does. Uh, oh do my goodness, to see everything <laughs> take place, and oh wow, yeah, that is yeah. huge. Because so I've actually I've been to a, lot, a ton of studios. Of course, you can imagine um, when I go to LA for different shows, we always go to the NBC studios. Uh, just the whole studio tour, you can just run. And then the, the thing is. You don't really know the studio in L.A. Sometimes it can look like the cruddiest place ever. And then when you go in and you see this immaculate space that's built out for, like, one of the major shows on TV. So mm-hmm. I'm very fascinated with studios, to say the least. Yeah. So I can't well, wait to come to, come, L- come to uh, Atlanta to yeah. yours. You have to come to Atlanta, uh, definitely, to see it. Um, well, actually, we're in, Fay- we're in Fayetteville, which is like 15 minutes from the um, uh, Atlanta airport. So we're not too far from the airport. Um, a couple of things that we have here, too, that uh, I really, really love for this space is we have um, some office space and, like, a conference room, and then we have a creative suite, which the creative suite, suite is my favorite room in the whole building. It's, like, orange and <laughs> Yellow has all these bright colors and has a whiteboard, and that's where we kind of brainstorm and we we develop things. It has this huge, big floor cushion where you can just sit there and just kind of create, you know, just a a place for the imagination just to kind of run wild. Um, And all that (laughs) overlooks into the studio. So it has glass on one side, so you literally can look over into the studio and and, um, while you're up there um, uh, working, you can see work being done. So that's pretty. That's my favorite space there. 
Because I come to Atlanta and do shows probably two or three times a year, and my 16-year-old, this is what he wanted me to tell you, and he says, Mom, you can go to her studio, you can go to her studio, shoot the Loretta McNary show, and she can be your, um, she can be your producer, and now you got somebody who can sit, because I was, you know, Oprah says, I have to have a production company to submit, to pitch my show to her, so he's like, okay, Mom, when I don't think he's listening, then he comes back with all these amazing ideas for me. Oh my Wonderful. He is on it. You know what? I love I love that he's sixteen and that he's interested in this business. Um we have an internship program that we call Project Accelerate and we just had our first set of interns and I think I was more excited about them being here than, than they were. I just love the the idea when I see them learning and then, you know, something in their head goes off and just goes like, Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feed off of that. I love that's the teaching part of me because I, I was going to study teaching in college and I changed my major to radio T V production, but I've been blessed in that it's all come full circle you know uh you know we do teaching with our kids show and now we have the interns that i love working with whenever i you know can and and developing that whole program was so exciting for me and um and now we have open rivers film academy um that we just launched and starting all of our classes actually start at the end of this month but uh him being 16 your son and already talking about production i i love it you know we create a class called the teen film, TV, and digital boot camp. And it's specifically for high school students because what what was happening, I started getting calls from parents saying, can you talk to my one parent, can you talk to my son because he's about to go to college and he's thinking about majoring, you know, he wants to be a writer in television. He's thinking about it, but I want him to get more information. And um, so he came here, we did a consultation, talked with him, and then I got another call from another parent the next week. Saying, saying the same thing, can my but a high school student, can, do you have an internship for high school students? Well, I don't have an internship for high school students, but I wanted to, you know, I think the earlier you start, the better. So I said, wait, why don't I do a class and invite all the high school students, teenagers to come and be a part of this class, and we'll talk about all the different careers that are out there in, in this business and give them some hands-on experience and some practical learning things, and then they can, like, grow from that. They could say, wow, I want to do this. Or they could say, well, you know what, I don't like this area, but I like this area. But at least it gets them on the road to thinking about what I want to do when I grow up, you know, what I want to do. Yeah, without, you know, taking all the classes, getting the degrees, and then getting in there and finding, you know what, this is really not what I wanted. I wanted the other thing. So I like that. It's like a refresher course and an introduction. Yeah, Jacob has been shooting my show for the last four years. You know, wow, he grew okay. up with it, so he can actually shoot the show, and he goes on the red carpets with me, some of the ones that are closer to Memphis that we've done. Mm-hmm. And when he's there, you should see the other videographers. They're just in awe of him. Being a kid yeah. and doing this thing and, you know, yeah. the old hands would come over and talk to him and teach him something, and if he forgot a light or didn't have it right, they would teach him. So he grew up in the trenches, and yeah. he's a darn good video guy. And not because he's my son, but, you know, this yeah, is what and that's- That's awesome because, you know, at 16, okay, he could easily, you know, if he, maybe he already has, but, you know, starting that young, you can start a business, you know. Now all of a sudden he has a tool, he has a craft that, you Mm -hmm. know, that he can always, you know, that he can develop or if he, you know, he has options. Now he has options, you know, he he has options. And I absolutely love that. And so, um, 
um, that's what I love about teaching young people and older people who want to transition, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get calls like that, too, people who are photographers who now want to become videographers, camera people, and, and just mm-hmm. want to reinvent themselves, you know. Um, I, I love all of that. I, you know, yeah, I love that is so cool. Yeah. What about animation? Because I have another son who is a genius when it comes to animation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, he's in college for, like, bioscience or something because, his, you know, his dad is like, he needs to do this. But he, his, <laughs> his passion is definitely in animation, and he's, he's an artist, too. So how about your studio? Is it set up for, like, the next Finding Nemo kind of thing? Well, not not yet. No, uh, 2014. I am going to start some animation classes. I actually um, actually took some. Uh, I actually took some of those classes myself, um, especially with our kids show that we do. That we do. So um, I love mm-hmm. that feature of animation. Um, but I have a really great school. There's a really great school here that um, I am affiliated with. It's called Amario's Art Academy, and they teach all kinds of uh, comic book drawing, animation, all of that. So um, that's a great place Ooh. to be for those who want to learn animation and have kids who love to draw comic books. And uh, really, really outstanding school. So animation is something that we're definitely going to do in the future, and we are going to have some training classes in that area. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. I don't know if my son is listening where he is at the – in the studio part where he can actually put a collar through. But when we were, before we even got started, we had two people that were waiting. I said, well, make sure you click on the 770 number because that's Tammy. I don't know who the other people are. So they'll have to forgive me. Will Will you please come on the show again And we, when I can really take calls in case I can't get to them today? Because sure. when I said people are excited for you, they are so excited wow. for you. Um, and wow. it just did my heart good. You know, it did well, my heart good to um, know real people are excited when good things happen to other people, and, you know, there's not any jealousy or envy. Or they're just happy for you. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. And to all those who are listening, please, you know, hit me up on Facebook. You know, I love to talk to people on Facebook. I think sometimes <laughs> I have to pull myself away. It's like, wait, this could be an addiction. You know, this is like <laughs> And now I, I started It's part of my job duty now. <laughs> When Bethany, my assistant, when she, you know, she's like, Miss um, Loretta, I can do that. I'm like, I know, but I love interacting with all the people. It's so cool. It is yeah, so cool. Okay, I, I have so many too. questions for you. Okay. Oh, my you goodness. Do. I want people to go, and, you know, they did a, there's also a story. There's several stories about you. So when people Google you, you can find many stories. But I really, really love the one on blackamericaweb.com. They can check that out. Um so has Tom Joyner been to your studio? Who's some of your celebs you've had at the studio so far? <laughs> Can you tell us? Because <laughs> I want them all there. I can't tell. It's a secret. <laughs> We're, uh, we, can't, we can't tell who comes in and out of the building because uh, <laughs> we don't want anybody flocking around the door. I know you have people be around there looking and waiting. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out. I wouldn't be a great journalist if I didn't ask those kind of questions for my audience, of course, right? Of course. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so the Marvin Staff thing, how did how did that come to um, fruition for you? How did you get involved with that project? Oh wow! Um, I think it, 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 it's just a, a phone call um, of uh, he was ready to do television, and, and you know we had you know talked about some things with him a while back, and um, it was just a, a time that he said. Um, I want to do, you know, he was ready, and, and the kids were ready. So it just kind of happened. And it's a very mm-hmm. interesting, I have, I really admire him 
um, you know, of course, as an artist, but as a dad, you know, when we're in there shooting, you kind of get that whole inside look, you know, of, you know, you see artists behind the scenes. But he um, is definitely a man of integrity, great integrity, and the transition, um, you can imagine, you know, has been a, a challenge, especially when you have, you know, the, with the kids and their mom not being there mm-hmm. and just to see them you know, growing and developing, very bright, smart kids, uh, very independent kids, and, um, and you know, who mom was kind of like the primary person that was there with him while dad travels. You know, that's his, that's what he does. He preaches and he teaches and he sings. You know, he's on the roll a lot. So it's mm-hmm. been a very interesting transition, but it's also been um, um, great to see how the kids are growing and developing and uh uh, you know, loving life, and he has a new role. His, his new role of not being just the fun dad who would come home and you know take care, you know, be the fun dad. Let's go on the trips. Let's do yeah. this. And now he's the disciplinarian, <laughs> which is a whole other thing. You got kids who are older that who's not really that used to seeing you, you know, discipline me. You know, so it's, yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a definitely a transition, and I think that it's a show that. Once people see it, um, um, I think it's going to help a lot of people as far as growth. You know, single dads, single moms. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's interesting to hear him talk about uh, all of a sudden he's going to the store and walking down aisles he's never walked down before, you know, for his teenage daughters who the female time came along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now he's buying, you know, things like maxi pads and all, all that stuff that he's never done before. He's like, oh, my God, I'm just going to go to Costco's and buy a year supply and put <laughs> put, it, put them in, in the basement so I'll never have to go again. It's, not, it's such a male type of response, you know, I know but I love it. it empowers so many other dads, though. Can't you see that when they see that, you know, I'm not the only person struggling with this. And I love yes. the fact that he's willing to be transparent on TV because, Families really relate to that. People feel less than if they've experienced, you know, loss, whether it's a, a, you know, a spouse or a sibling, and they don't know who to turn to. They don't think other people have experienced. So for him to open up his life and become Mm -hmm. transparent and to go through, allow us to really go through this with him, I know is going to really, really help bridge a gap that's been there for so many ages when it comes to, you know, loss like that. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, my hat's off to him as well. Yeah, and it's, it's to him as well. Yeah, we're excited about it. And it's more of a docu-series, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's no fighting. <laughs> there's no scratching <laughs> or scraping. <laughs> it's more of a, a docu- docu-series type of program, but I think that um, it's going to be quite uh, uh, interesting in teaching and um, and just quite fun. Quite fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's next for you? What do you What would you love to see happen? I know you love to see that place just packed and a waiting line of probably another year or so. But if mm-hmm. you could wave a magic wand, what would you really love to see happen as it relates to Open Rivers for Pictures? Mm-hmm. Um, what I'd like to see happen is um, just really creating, continuing to create um, quality, good programming. 
um, uh, programming that would would just you know make a lot of impact in our society as far as you know social changing and a better quality of a life. I would love to see a, just several programs done like that, several stories being told um, um, that would be more of a uh, you know more helpful in nature and um, and just create lots of programming like that. You know, and have the studio open, which is open now for not only major film companies, but the indie producer who's kind of, you know, struggling to make their project happen, who may just need a little extra hand to make it happen. So, um, in fact, we have some things in the works that we're going to start promoting specifically for the indie the indie producer who's in that category. So we'll have some information on that on our website um, coming real, real soon. So we want to help others create create their stories as well, be able to produce their stories. How about music videos? You guys shoot those as well, or you don't get into mm-hmm. that? Um, we do. The studio kind of is tank. available for that. Yeah, the studio is available for that. You know, there's always you know a limit to anything, but um, it is available. It is, it is available for that. Are there some types of projects or genres of projects that you wouldn't um, work with? Or are you open if they want to shoot it? You'll let them come in and shoot it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, Miss Loretta. You taking case by case? <laughs> I like to keep my building standing and. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So are there any shows or any (laughs) projects that you're working on that you have a call out for talent? Do you do auditions for things that you're working on? And if you do, how do people find out about it? Oh, oh, definitely. In fact, we have a casting call out right now for a show host. We're working on about to launch a new web series for um, uh, brown women, for brown women, um, and that that all brown women. Um, we're about to launch a series, so we're looking for um, a host for that show. So um, some of those details are at openriverspictures.com as well and also on our Facebook page. And that deadline is actually this Friday, so if you know someone – who's interested in being a host, um, we, uh, they can send their information to actingout at openriverspictures.com. Um, so, yeah, we do do casting a lot um, here, and we post those things there. Um, so, yeah. Sweet. So have you formed relationships with other, like, of course we know Atlanta is, filled with a ton of celebrities. Have you mm-hmm. already built those relationships so that they know you're there? Like the Terry, Terry J, what's Terry's name? I just interviewed her and came to Atlanta. The interview, I can't remember her. Terry, uh, Terry Vaughn? Yeah, Rodney Terry Vaughn. Uh-huh. I know she has yeah. a green apple spot or something like that, but it's, it's not a full studio as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, we do know Terry. She, she, you know, she's come out, and so we have, you know, talked to you know celebrities and just have relationships, you know, with them and got some projects planned and things like that that we're going to do um, that we have in the work. So yeah, we're pretty excited. And um, as we get more out in the community um, uh, and make ourselves more known and everything like that, so I'm pretty excited about what the future is going to hold for for us in the studio. So we've been we've been doing this for a while as far as being in the area of production. Uh the studio mm-hmm. itself is a new opening and a new extension of that. So um we're we're excited about it. 
Oh, so you already have done your um, grand opening and soft opening and all of that? Well, we did a soft launch. Yeah, we did a soft launch in, in, in September, so we haven't had our big grand opening. So we're reserving a spot for you on the red carpet. When we do that, <laughs> yes, I will be there. Just give me the baby time. <laughs> I love red carpet interviews. <laughs> and your son can come and shoot, you know, all that. Of course, yes, that would be so yeah. awesome. I'm so, so happy for you to be able to hear about this. It's huge. Yeah, so we'll have we'll we'll do that big celebration, and you know, it's, it's so much want to do because you know it's like it's like the vision is em, endless. You know, once you start creating and producing, and uh, all it, it, it like never stops. You know, I wake up with ideas. You know, you you go to bed mm-hmm. with ideas on your mind and things to implement. I mean, there's a whole list here sitting on my desk of things to accomplish this year. You know, and then the time to do it all. So, and I've learned one valuable lesson, and I always ask the question when, if I ever feel overwhelmed or, or someone's around me and they're feeling overwhelmed, it's like, um, how do you eat the elephant? You eat it one mm-hmm. bite at a time. One bite at a one time. One bite at a time. And when you do that, it's like you get more work done when you just take a bite here, bite there, instead of looking at the whole elephant going, oh my God, there's an elephant in the room. But just take it <laughs> one, take it one bite at a time. One bite at a time. So that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So when a person comes to you with a project, and I'm sure they have to have their own financing by that time, Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't understand, and I guess I don't understand a lot of that process of you have a project that you want to uh, get into production. So what are the pieces that should happen prior to coming to a post-facility, a post-production facility or production Mm -hmm. facility? Yeah, you hear my grandson. <laughs> Baby, go to sleep. <laughs> tell, tell your grandson so he has what, to watch what? my Destiny plays. It comes on Saturday mornings. <laughs> okay, that's for kids. We have something for uh, okay, kids tell too. Tell me about Destiny plays. Yeah, because we my look Destiny for educational plays. things for him. It comes on Saturday mornings on Daystar, and that's the show that we created. You know, in the effort of answering the question, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" You know, that's always mm. a big question that kids always get asked. But we wanted to mm-hmm. really. Uh, present options, you know, options, cause it's because sometimes because of where uh, a child may live, um, whether because of economic goal reasons or, you know, just because an area, they may not see all the different careers that are available to them, like, um, say, animation or, um, you know, uh, being a chef and things like that. So this show we created around Let's Give Kids Options. Let's let them see what it takes to become a chef, to do the work of a chef, I should say. What does it take to come uh, to do animation? You know, so we you know created these DVDs, and on the back of the DVDs, each one has different career um, uh, options on the DVD. So parents can kind of look and go, okay, my child is more creative. Um, let me get this DVD because it's dealing with say music and drawing and things like that to help. Uh, nurture that creative part of their their child, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what my destiny place is all about. It's like let's help people discover um, their purpose and help them realize that they're special and they're here for a reason. And this whole show came about because one day I was watching the news, and it seemed like every teenager, every other story in that newscast was about a teenager that was going to juvenile. 
that was going to jail in some way, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I said, what would happen if if we as a people um, understood that we are special, that we have purpose, that we were created for a reason, you know? And so that's how my Destiny Place came about. Let me show you some of the things that you could do with your life, you know? Let me just, you know, present these options. In the meantime, we teach character development, entrepreneurship, you know, those type of things, how to be a good leader. And we start early. So the DVDs are for ages four to nine. And the show does air on, like I said, on um, on Daystar. Oh, that is so awesome. I, I have a nonprofit. I work with girls called Pink Eagles, and those are the same virtues and values and exposure that I, I present to them on a weekly basis. And it, it is life-changing. Just the 90 minutes a week that I get to spend with the girls, mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm. definitely changed their lives and opened their world up outside. Like yeah. you mentioned, you know, they don't, for whatever reason, they're not exposed to a lot of things and or know what's out there other than I want to be a police officer, I want to be a teacher, a lawyer, or a doctor. But there are, like, thousands of careers that you can, you know, potentially have if that's what you want to do. So I like that. I'm going to have to check out Destiny Place. Destiny Place is awesome, awesome. Yes. And you want to ask questions. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So usually the the career, when I ask kids what do they want to do, uh, usually people uh, here lately, the last couple of years, they all say they want to be rap stars. Everybody wants to mm-hmm. be a rapper, and, and well, you know, everybody won't be able to be a rapper. And I was like, can well, can you? Well, I guess if I guess if you do what it takes to become one, I guess you always can be one. So I don't want to down that or anything else. But it seems as though that's the popular thing, and they're not seeing the other options. You know, there are other options available. Um, to you, and sometimes they just don't know, you know, don't know what the other options are. No one has sat down and said, okay, let's take a look at this here, you know, what do you like to do, you know, that kind of thing. Because I find, you know, even sometimes as adults we go our whole lives and not really discover um, our purpose, you know, and somebody may say, well, what? how do you find that? How do you find the purpose? Well, sometimes when you, and you that we know it, you know, it's that that thing on the inside of us that we really want to do and that we could do for free if we had to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's that thing. And so that's where your passion is. That's your passion. And if you can identify what that passion is, then usually that's where the purpose. You know, and then you take that. Then you then you start getting productive. I have these P's. You know, then you start getting productive. I see little preacher. Because <laughs> <laughs> little preachers do always up. I'm crazy, silly. But yeah, okay, I'm back. Except I don't hoop yet. I don't hoop. <laughs> don't hoop. And my most of the great ones don't these days. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, I don't hoop. Now, my mom did tell me, she said, when you were a little girl, you used to read the Bible a lot. I was like, I did. And she's like, yeah, you did. A whole lot. I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, so, you know, so, so, you get, <laughs> so you get productive and you start working on it. And then you you know then that last P is getting getting paid to do it. <laughs> so yeah, because when you were saying about not everybody can you were, you made the comment and then you kind of refreshed it and said well you can be a, a rep star but not everybody <laughs> reaches that level of what they are uh, you know they yeah. want because you can be a rapper in your neighborhood you can be a you know hit the circuit at these clubs that kind of rapper but yeah. most of them yeah. want to be like a Ti or a Bruno mm-hmm. Mars or you know they want that level <laughs> but yeah. And like yeah. basketball, you know, every 
great basketball player cannot go to the NBA or every great football player will not get to go to the NFL because of the numbers. So you have mm-hmm. to know what other careers are available. And, like, take sports. There's a coach. There's, a you know, trainers. There are nutritionists. There are all kinds of – there's owners. There's managers. So in yes. production, can you talk about some of the behind – because people mm-hmm. know about on-air talent. Yes, they even yes. know about uh, people who video and cameramen. But what are yes. some of the other careers in post in production? that people should, you know, present to their students or their children or themselves. Yeah, there there are all sorts of careers behind the scenes. And and that's the thing that drew me to television. I used to watch a lot of TV when I was a child, uh, again, to the point where my mom was concerned about me because I wouldn't go outside to play with other kids. <laughs> that's not funny. Are you, uh-uh, uh, uh, I promise you, you should talk to my mom. <laughs> Girl, we are two peas in a pod. My mother used to have to almost bribe me. You know how she would have to force my brothers to come in, my brother and my sister to come in the house mm-hmm. after the streetlights? She used to have to almost literally push me out the door because I don't want to go outside. I wanted to read, 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 read. Okay, so mm-hmm. you discovered that by watching TV. Yeah, I, I, I did. I used to be fascinated by all the, you know, show premieres and red carpets. But my, my, my drawing was always behind the scenes. I always wanted to know who was doing what to, to make it happen. And in the area of programming, it's like I'm going to be the person who decides what goes on the air. That was my mind thought as a teenager. I didn't know how to do it, but oh. I, just wanted to, I wanted to, like, be a decision maker. You know, I want to put programs on and make them. And so some of those careers behind the scenes is definitely like producing. You know, there are produ- producers that get finances and for movies, for films, that do all the producing things. Um, uh, there are creative Writers and producers who, uh, you know, write scripts and and um, uh, you know organize and 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 make phone calls and bring all the production together. Uh, there are production coordinators. There's production managers. There's the director. There's assistant directors. There's a whole slew of careers behind behind the scenes. You know, mm-hmm. makeup artists. Yeah. Makeup artist, yes, yes, makeup artist. Um, and then the use... catering too is huge on, on yes. set too. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, in fact, a friend of ours um, who uh, was a, a, a chef, well, he still is a chef. I mean, and he also chefs with like major restaurants. You know, he was doing catering for films. You know, so uh, there's so much. There's so much that could be done. Even photography. There are photographers who go on the set and shoot, you know, behind mm-hmm. the scenes photos and things like that. So, um, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of work behind the scenes. A lot of work. Yes. And that's it where comes I love, up I love with that. making a project work. Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. want people to understand that so they can, you know, maybe you want to get involved in TV or film and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff, but there are a ton of product, um careers that are behind the scenes from, you know, people yes. who shoot, people who, you know, set up all the wiring, people who do the sound. So mm-hmm. you have a talent yes. or a skill that will fit in. You could definitely make it happen and move on to the film and television part. How about, um, can you have like an audience there? Like if you did a live production, can you have people there? Is is one of your studios built for that? Yes. Or have yes, you done you that can. yet? Um, we have not had a live audience on the shows that we've been taping thus far, but you can have a live audience here. Um, there's plenty of room for that. You know, there's even an audience holding room that we have here. And the great thing that people really appreciate is that we have parking, lots of parking, and it's all free. 
it's free parking here, <laughs> <laughs> which is a big thing for our area, <laughs> being able to park. Um, I know, and people don't understand why we're laughing, but that's like prime real estate in Atlanta yeah. to have free parking. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we can't have a ton of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness, that's yeah, huge. you do. Um and of course, you know where we are. There are plenty of really nice hotels and things like that for you know productions to come in. They put up their, their artists and guests and, and things like that. So um, yes, we can do uh, live audiences um, um, with no problem. And for those people who are interested, um, again in uh, film and television, you know, finding classes. You know, and that's one of the reasons that we open up Oak Rivers Film Academy is to do you know short intensive classes. You know, uh, Saturday classes where you come in and you learn, you know, some basic skills or you sharpen those skills that you already have um, for you to make some transitions if, if that's what you want to do as far as transfer, transitioning in career, you know, um, from voiceovers to on-camera to that whole behind-the-scenes that we talked about, writing and producing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about uh, writing classes or you mentioned improv for kids, but you also have it for adults, acting classes and improv Problems for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will okay. have that. We have right now. We have an adult on camera class that we're we're doing. Um, but the spring is going to bring in more classes. So we're starting off with um, five classes that we actually have. I'm looking at the, now five classes we have, including that teen film TV boot camp I was telling you about. So we're starting there, mm-hmm. and then we'll increase as we go along. Uh, I've already gotten requests for, you know, can you do voiceover classes and things like that. So if you're out there listening and you have a particular class that you're really interested in and you're in, the, um, you know, this area, uh, just shoot me an email. And um, we want to see, you know, what people are really interested in doing and make that happen. So we talked about you being on Facebook, but we didn't tell them how to find you on Facebook. Can we also say that in addition to the www.openrivers productions.com um, your Facebook yeah Open Rivers Pictures I can't call mm-hmm. it Productions and I'm so sorry that I did that it is definitely Pictures Open Rivers Pictures.com uh-huh. uh-huh. my apology for that but no yeah, so how can we find you on Facebook um, I'm Tammy Williams on Facebook and there's also Open Rivers Pictures on Facebook, which you, if you go to the website, you can click on that little icon that takes you there. But I'm Tammy Williams on Facebook. And then my Twitter, I'm so proud to say I have a Twitter active account I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> I just started Great. this week, you know, I was so late to this party. But I figure, you know, uh, I'm here and I have my strobe light, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, <it's Tammy. laughs> I know, I know. Um, Tammy A. Williams on Twitter. I think I was going to say hashtag Tammy A. Williams, I believe, or the at sign Tammy A. Williams Yeah, at, yeah, at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. we'll do a hashtag just to get you out there. But okay. um, social media has opened up so many doors for me. I love social media. There is mm-hmm. nothing better out there. And then the fact that it is free, it, I don't understand why all entrepreneurs and business owners don't have a Facebook page or a Twitter, and a lot of them don't, but... It has gotten me in places that I wouldn't have been able to get to or know about had it not been for social media. So I'm glad that you're there. Yeah, and let I'm me tell so you, happy to hear that you're there. Thank you so much. And, and let me tell you, this whole digital platform, and uh, we're really, 
I hate to keep going going back to the classes, but we do have a class on creating digital content, and there's a reason for that. This is a really expanding area, and now we're seeing YouTube stars that are now featured. Um, uh, I think it was Ebony that did a big uh, splash a couple of months ago. The cover was Kevin Hart on YouTube stars on YouTube mm-hmm. stars, and now we're seeing. Uh, there's one gentleman I can't think of his name right now who's a YouTube star who was uh, who is in the film with Sandra Bullock. You know, he's a YouTube star. So now we're seeing how um, how YouTube and this this platform is a new way that people are now, you know, Hollywood and Hollywood South and the Hollywood L.A. Uh, are are um, are getting stars. You know, mm-hmm. people have been on there for years and they're really building up their audiences. And, and now we're all taking a second look um, at like. Hey, you know this guy is great. This guy or she's really funny. You know we're we're finding that. So um, a part of the thing yeah, that we're doing is yeah, and plus they already come with a million plus followers. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, and I think to all the actors, you know, we 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 create web series. You know, we de- we're developing web series. We have uh, you know things that we're going to launch here in a couple of months. But um, you know, I have actors that now we're working with to say, hey, you know, you have a different way of getting out there other than uh, the normal route, you know. Look at how you can do mm-hmm. some stuff on YouTube, YouTube and, and we cast actors just for our web series here. We do a lot of casting for that as well. And, um, wow. you know, and they're, they're loving it. So it's created a whole new way to get to television if that's the desire to get to TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because yeah. YouTube has opened up a stu- is is going to open up a studio in New York. They mm-hmm. see the value in you know what they have because I'm sure when they first launched it, they had no idea it would become this phenomenon. But yeah. now yeah. you know major picture houses are looking for talent on social mm-hmm. media. People are making decisions based on the numbers that you have on social media. So I'm yeah. telling everybody, if you have a business and you're serious about growing it to become a scalable business or to be you know, this world class, and you have to have a huge web presence. You yeah. have to have a huge web presence. Yeah. And that's yeah. even for people, you know, because you see Jada and Will, they have Facebook pages. Everybody has a Facebook page. Yeah. And who doesn't yeah. know them? But they see the value in this social media phenomenon. So I encourage people to take classes and learn, you know, how to really, you know, maneuver through these things because it can add a ton of value to what you're already doing. I'm yes. happy to hear that you already in that direction with the web webisodes and web series. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I, I actually love the platform. Um, I, I love it. So I would definitely encourage everyone to kind of stay, you know, stay in tune to that. Stay tuned to that to that yeah. platform because that's how they found the Issa Rae lady who's on um, with Aspire TV Magic's um, station. She's on something like they have the View called Exhale. And so Issa uh-huh. Rae created this black webisode. I can't think of the, <clears throat> the name of it, but that's how she was discovered. And she'd been very, very successful on YouTube just with her um, web series. And now she's yeah. hosting with some of the most phenomenal African-American women on Aspire TV. So yeah. I, mean, I can't toot their horn enough <laughs> about yeah. getting yeah. those numbers up. So we're going to make sure we get your numbers up on Facebook and Twitter and, and all that stuff and follow you. And, of course, the very next time I hit Atlanta, I'm going to look you up and um, come and see the beautiful production called Open <laughs> Rivers Pictures. And I'll have to bring Kyle in, too, because I know he's made for TV. Yeah, He's only three months old, but he is definitely made. 
So any closing remarks that you want to have? We have like a minute left. And you've been such an awesome guest. we got to book you again. we got to get you back on. Thank you so much. I would love to. And just, thank, again, thank you for having me here. Thank you all for listening, those of you who are, who are tuned in and you're from the beginning and all the way to the end. Or I really, really appreciate your support and all the love that everyone is giving, you know, for Open Rivers Pictures and myself and just, you know, just really, really appreciate the support. And um, tune in to openriverspictures.com. We're going to be updating that, um, putting information on there about casting and classes and just what's happening. We want to keep everybody posted. So openrivers.com and join us on Facebook so I can talk to you one-on-one. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're definitely going to do that. We'll get you back on the show. And I think all the listeners, and this show is always available 24 hours in our archives, so it will be available forever and ever and ever so people can tell their friends to come and listen to Tammy Williams. Talk to Loretta McNary. I want to thank Ms. Williams for being my guest. I want to thank all our listeners and everybody who's talking about us on Facebook and Twitter. Can't wait to hear your feedback. As always, think positive, dream big dreams, help someone along the way, and we'll see you very, very soon. Bye-bye, everybody.